Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Might know a lot, but that's because he's lived a lot. This is the Bob Cordaro Show. Great good morning, everyone. It is 9 a.m. in Northeast Pennsylvania. Hope you had a great Valentine's Day, especially the ladies, because you deserve it. It is Wednesday, February 15, 2023. This is the Bob Cadaro Show. I am he. It is a big day to fight for America, defend our values, and honor the brave who have made us and kept us free. So with true history, truth, fact, and reality, with our great founding fathers and the incomparable Constitution of the United States of America as our guides, let us begin today's battle. A reminder, this Bob Cadaro show will always be convincingly conservative, lovingly logical, proudly and passionately patriotic, and reliably right. Well, I hope you're settling into your day because you have joined the Club for Common Sense. You are bathing in, dare I say, luxuriating in a sanctuary of sanity, 9 to noon here on WIOK. And we call it Appointment Radio. We're honoring today Vincent Anthony Bolzoni, known as Jim. Late of Scranton, but born in Long Island. And from a family that came from Cinque Fronde Reggio, Calabria, Italy. He served the U.S. Navy in World War II. And in a career at Sukal Electric. We lost him just a few days ago. Well, uh, best wishes to Bob Casey, our senator. He uh, underwent, as uh, Paula was reporting, successful prostate surgery. So, Bobby, we hope we get better. And uh, today on the show, we're going to have Rick Bigelow. And we're talking about Iwo Jima. And if you remember, both on my television show, but way back in August, August 22nd to be exact, I mean, that's a red-letter day for me, when I had Tony Julian and Charlie Tanzitz on the air, my old friends, and I I guess I could say my old friends, not only uh, had I known Tony Julian a long time, but he was 100, and our friend... Charlie Tanzitz still going at 102. But Tony Julian was on Iwo Jima. That's where he was wounded in World War II. So we'll talk to Rick Bigelow about that. Then at 11 o'clock, an old friend of mine, great friend of my brother's, Brian Thomas Barrow. We know him as Beezer. He's got a novel called Midstation. 
and we're going to talk to him about that book. It's been out a few years, but it's available if anybody wants to uh, read it. And he's he's a he's a great guy. He's a fun guy. Really uh, steeped in sports. He worked on, on at uh, this week in baseball with my brother Mike, but this uh, this novel's different and it's good. So I, I hope you all had a good time at um, whatever celebration or thing you did for Valentine's Day. I know I did. Cutie and I went up to Camelot, and we had a great time. I mean, it was just great. The food, everything's great up there. It really is. It's it's one of the best places around. And uh, a guy that I know, right? We're we're Cutie and I are sitting. And there was not there was no not a seat to be had, so we we're at the bar, and um, we're listening to this guy play music. And I'm I go to Cutie. I said, "Boy, it he this guy's good." And I, it, it, I mean, he's playing, you know, like acoustic music, and um, he he comes over to get a beer, and he says hello, and he, he's a he's a listener, and his name's Jeff Lewis, and he he was just outstanding, and the range of songs he played, uh, yeah. What a so great night at Camelot, and 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 Jeff Lewis made it even better. Uh, really, very nice. And you know something I forgot to talk about not too long ago. Um, a friend of many will say, I've had two occasions to have this homemade wine he makes, Carl Witkowski, and I'm like, <laughs> this is. It's phenomenal. And, uh, yeah. So, Carl, shout out to you for some great wine. It was really uh, excellent. Uh, you didn't know I had it, but I, <laughs> I, my father had it, and it was just good. He's a friend with my son, Michael. But, uh, yeah, thanks, Carl Witkowski. And I see Carl Witkowski, by the way, on the bottom of the bottle. I'm going, geez, I mean, you know, this Polish guy makes wine? Well, yeah, pretty darn good. I'm uh, waiting on a baby, my grandchild to be born. We're hoping, praying, all that. So this is um, this is the due date, so to speak. I don't know how they ever determine it, but uh, they do. Somebody texted in, Bob LTS. I start work at 8.30. So I listen to the show for 30 minutes and lose my mind. <laughs> listen to Nancy's uh, left-wing lunacy, yeah. When your music starts at 9.07, I'm in a better place. Thank you, says Slick. <laughs> Slick. Slick, we are the sanctuary of sanity here. And I'm so happy you're... Um, a member in good standing of the Club for Common Sense. <laughs> because, wow, otherwise. Uh, <laughs> let's, uh, I think Doc is on the phone. He wants to talk about food prices. Doc, are you there? Hey, Bob. Yes. 
How's it going? Hey, that was a great story you told. That was fascinating. But anyway, um, <laughs> guy says he has to turn you off. He said he has to turn you off after a half hour. Wow, I can't get no. past two minutes with you. No, it's the other way around. He he can't wait till I get on. See, Doc, I, and you've proven as all left wingers, well, you don't me, let listen. Let's get to the topic. Let's get to the topic. I I know, but I I would like I Doc, you, Bob. I would like you to listen at some point to what the words that are actually said, the facts that are actually before you, the truth that's before you, the reality that we're all living. But go ahead. Thank you, Bob. I appreciate that. So listen, Bob. The other day, I said to you. You're bragging on the Democrats, and the Republicans are so great, and this and that. And I said, "You, Bob, I didn't say that, Doc. Doc, once, once, Doc, Doc, wait, 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 Doc, Doc, Doc. I'm gonna have to put you on hold. If, If now, yes, please breathe, Doc. Okay. You're misquoting what I said, and I know you have to in order to try to make a point because everything you believe is wrong. And it's hard. I understand that. So let's go back and, and let me. You brought up the fact about inflation and, and that the economy's never been better and blah, blah, blah. But go ahead. Let's. What said, do we got for today? Said, I said, you guys are always complaining. Everything's so horrible. And I said, you go in a store, you have a choice of everything, everything. And you said, well, what about the food prices, Doc? Yes. So, Bob, I went to the store yesterday. I went to Price Chopper, which is right near you, I think, right near where you live, over there in that little shopping center, and um, bought a chicken, a whole chicken, 99 cents a pound. I got 500 pounds of chicken breast for $1.99 a pound. I saw white potatoes. White potatoes were three ninety-five for five pounds. Bob, that's too expensive. You can't live on chicken and potatoes. Doc. Spaghetti. Doc, seriously, you're making a fool out of yourself. Inflation, even though it has moderated, was up 6.4% after last year's, Doc, after last year's 6.4% for everything. Oh, come on. Go to the store. Food is just as cheap as it was five years ago. I told you. That's a lie. Doc, that is an outright lie. You, you I'll, see, I'll you, why why do you have to, Doc, why do you have to win the argument so badly for your left-wing policies that you defy reality? Left-wing or right-wing, you said prices Doc, are Doc, you're horrible. insane. You're, you're literally insane. And you can get a chicken for $1.99 a pound. So, oh, and that's all I'll eat. I'll eat just, I'll eat chicken on special forever. Like, what, no, you don't even, Doc, Doc, Doc. Stop! I don't know what's the matter with you. Consumer prices were up 6.4% last year, or last month. Food costs more. God almighty. It's sad. Well, you faded out for some reason. We didn't take them off because actually, well, are you still there, Doc? Yeah. All right, Doc. The prices are up. Remember Garrett Morris used to be on Saturday Night Live? And and he would be on the news and he'd say, And now for the hard of hearing, I guess we got to do that for you. 
because you okay. defied truth, reality, and facts. Let me give you. Let me give you some perspective. I, I, I truly, truly don't know why. Let me give you some perspective. I've got to get to the. Let me give you some perspective, Bob. If potatoes are for five dollars a pound, and now they're twenty-five dollars a pound, that's a problem. But if potatoes are five dollars a pound, and now they're up six point four percent, and they're now five ninety-seven a pound, that's really not a big deal, you idiots. Goodbye. Wow. wow. I, I got to tell you, and I, I don't try to characterize our callers. That is what you just heard, and that's why I do love when he calls. You get to hear willful ignorance. I'm going to be stupid because I want to be. I believe emotionally so much in whatever this clown ass Joe Biden is doing and whatever these Democrats and regressives are doing that I will get on the radio. Now, it's an anonymous name, of course. I'll get on the radio and I'll lie and I'll make things up and make a fool of myself because of some, I don't know, some ism that you've fallen for. That is a very instructive call because he's not a dumb person. He chooses to be stupid, though. And I say to myself, why? Guaranteed he's a Fetterman voter. I, th- this, it's like, a, it's like an archaeological dig or something. It, it's a study of a psychosis that exists in this country and it affects at least a third of the public it may affect more in Lackawanna County it affects 59% of the public so, so, so believe it or not as scary as it is Doc's in the majority here they vote blind and stupid it's 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 a man it's a scary phenomenon it's something i don't understand <laughs> truck sale guy says maybe some of these people are calling from insane asylums and the nurses are in the background laughing i mean now you're going to say i went to a store i'm looking at the the headlines of today's wall street journal Food costs are up. Inflation continues to rage. Well, because it's 6% instead of 12%, that's a good thing? This is, man, this is a phenomenon. It's scary. And, And we talk to people who can actually string words together in incomplete sentences. And yet they... They spout this inanity. Uh, <laughs> uh, we should be scared, guys. Let's take a break and we'll come back. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Almost a decade of Soviet bloodshed and battle ended five minutes ahead of schedule as the Soviet army completed its retreat. The last combat soldier to leave, commanding general Boris Gromov. He walked across the friendship bridge into the arms of his 15-year-old son. hoopla and ceremony at the border and blunt criticism in the Communist Party newspaper Pravda for ever getting involved. Meanwhile, the Soviet-trained and equipped Afghan army is apparently falling apart, plagued by desertions and reports that troops looted and then abandoned former Soviet outposts. It was quiet in Kabul despite reports of 30,000 guerrillas massing to take the city. The city is open, the people come to the air shops. As chronic shortages continue, the Soviets called for an immediate ceasefire and offered to stop shipping weapons to the government if the U.S. will stop supplying the Mujahideen guerrillas. It's a deal the Americans have refused before. Many Soviets believe the city will fall, and with it, the Marxist government. But as the Soviet commander said today, I'm not looking back. Gary Peterson, CBS News, Moscow. 1989, the Soviet Union announces that the last of its troops has left Afghanistan after more than nine years of military intervention and brutal military intervention. Now, I want you to think on that. And George Bush, who I liked very much personally, he had a disastrous presidency. George Bush thought, hmm, we want to get bin Laden... That's good. Okay. I'm, I'm all in. We want to kill Taliban. Okay. I'm fine. But the guy who said in his, in one of the debates and in many of his speeches, which is why a lot of people voted for him, said, we're not into nation building. I don't believe in it. And then he tried to do it in Afghanistan. And we left 20 years later. With trillions spent. And by the way, the British had done it and failed even before the Russians, the Soviets. With the Brits and the Soviets, total, utter brutality in the way they governed. And they failed. And so the United States says, oh, well, we could do it. Do you see this thinking? And, and, and Bush and the neocons around him went for this. And trillions later and $85 billion left behind, you get a boob like Joe Biden in. And he pulls us out in a matter of months. Gets 13 kids killed. By the way, <laughs> when Biden pulled out, there was something of value in Afghanistan, rare earth minerals. 
So he not only left behind $85 billion, he left behind trillions in minerals when he departed. So there was actually something to fight for when this idiot pulled out. But Bush, we cannot ever overlook a folly, a mistake, a boneheaded move just because it's our political party. See, this is why I'm not for political parties. I'm not even for who I like. Because Bush was an awful president. And I liked him a lot. I, I, I speak of Bob Casey today. He's an awful senator. But I like him a lot. And it's just, come on. History matters. Truth matters. Reality matters. Facts matter. When you go to the store, and many of you have texted in (laughs) about Doc's phone call, like crazy. You're going to try to run crazy stupidity by me. And and somewhere deep in your brain, you've got to recognize reality. You have to. You have to. It's scary. Charles from Scott Township is on the line. Wait, I've got to take a break. I apologize. Charles, hang in there. John, hang in there from Nanticoke. Okay, we lost John. But Charles, hang in there if you can. We've got to take a break. There's so much to unpack from the idiocy of that call that is comparable to the idiocy of our incursion into Afghanistan. I mean, it's, it's, it's two sides of the same coin. Okay. So sometime in the afternoon, you'll be able to go to WILKnewsradio.com, go to podcasts, and then listen to the interview with Brian Thomas Barrow about his book, his novel, Midstation. So that's, that's how you do it. Uh, I'm, I'm happy she asked because it gave me a chance to uh, go through it. Truck sales guy says, "I think <laughs> there are. I think some of these callers are planted by somebody. The Scranton Times, Dem, somebody. No, no, no. They're independently idiotic." <laughs> uh, well, all right. So. I'm going to look at who, who, who do we is. Charles still on with us, uh, Johnny? Put him on. Charles from Scott Township. Charles, how are you? How you doing, Bob? I just called about Doc, the stupid comment. I am, I'm a retired trucker. Now, two weeks ago, they delivered oil. I got 140 gallons. was $594. Yesterday, I went shopping. To the, every Tuesday, I go get our groceries. It's only me and my wife and a couple cats. And $248 at the store. That's every, and that's for the uh, senior citizen discount. Yeah, and that's uh, remarkable. So, yeah, and I give you an idea, like a, a case of cat food I get from my cats. They used to only be when Trump was in office it was like twelve, thirteen dollars. Now it's like twenty-two dollars. But, anyways, yeah, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. I, I have a different name. Well, for he doesn't. Doc. He it rhymes here, here, with Doc, but I can't the, say it on air. The the problem is Charles that that a, a substantial percentage of the public. 
of which he is a part are willfully ignorant about fact, truth, and reality. That's that's actually scarier than being wrong. They don't want to know, and they only look for things like 99-cent-a-pound chicken specials to confirm yeah. what they insist on in the face, in the teeth of a truth that's the exact opposite. It, it's a scary thing. That's like... Um, you know, I, I talked about George Bush, and I loved the guy. I really liked him. I met him on a number of occasions, conversation where you could just tell he's a good guy. He was an awful president, and he makes the mistake of going into Afghanistan. So how does, just because I'm a Republican or I like him, I'm going to defend against a grim reality that he created, particularly in that situation. And But people just do this. I don't understand it. And, no, and by no, the way, I, I they're also, either. Charles, they're also losing their freedom slowly, too. <laughs> but they don't care. It's, it's, a, it's a psychosis. It's a problem. Well, I, was, I was make one, one, one quick stutter. Uh, uh, I, I was talking to a guy, I bet this guy, I talk to him occasionally. I go walking every day. And uh, he, I mentioned to him about this thing, this other flying object. He goes, oh, I didn't see that. I go, go home and watch Fox News. Oh, no, I hate Trump, he said. And I said, well, let me ask you, why do you hate Trump? And he couldn't answer me. And I said, he goes, his personality. I go, let me tell you what. I said, I don't care about the president's personality. I like it when my when gas was below $2 a gallon. Uh, a fuel oil for my home was only about $2 a gallon, and everything else was lower. I said, so I don't care about personality, right? And and when we're not confronted with, with World War Three type events because we've shown so much weakness. I mean, it's and I, you can't even compare, and I don't want Trump to run again, but you can't even compare yeah. his presidency to this idiot. You can't even compare it. It's scary, and and the the, the, no, the no. education policies you could. There's not one good thing that they do, but there is a a thirty five forty percent group of people who, and I understand the ones that are in on it. You know, they're getting money, they're getting something out of the deal. Right. But man, then, then there's these people just like that that just deny fact. I, I, don't, I don't get it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I'd like to see, Bob, one quick one. I'd like to see Mike Pompeo. Mike Pompeo and uh, and I think Nikki Haley, the two of them, but uh, him president or her vice president would be a good choice. Well, I, I I like the whole bench. I like DeSantis the best, but I love Pompeo. Like I I hope that we're either as president or vice president or as a, you know secretary of state again to get him back in our foreign policy or, arena. Yeah, because uh, yeah. he was outstanding. Oh, absolutely, and I think him and Nikki Haley would make a, would make a good combination. Though. I could I could take any one of them over anybody the Democrats will put up, especially if they stick with this boob. I mean, sickening Biden. Yeah. I mean, I, it's uh, a joke. It's a joke. It it's is. a joke. Charles, thank well, anyways, you. And, and, you and by the way, I understand and feel for your reality at the grocery store, the gas pump, and when heating your home. If somebody else chooses not to, just know that you're not crazy. They are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Bob. Thank you. Have a good day. Right, Take care. Pat on the line from West Wyoming about the unreality of the food prices. The call we had on it. Pat, are you with us? 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I just wanted to mention that previous caller, not a personal attack, but I shop at the same store. Bread, almost $5 a loaf. Eggs, unaffordable. My oatmeal cereal, up $3 a container. A true Democrat, hate overtakes reality and logic. Yeah, it's, it's scary. Well, no, yeah. I, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to correct you on that. It isn't a true Democrat. That party has been hijacked by wackos. I with know, a sick, twisted one. ideology. They've been, they've been hijacked. And then they've got followers, lemmings, that are going off the cliff with them and trying to drag us down as well. I, I, it just, it's a phenomenon I cannot explain and cannot understand on any level. Yes, I resigned from them in 2016 when Trump came along. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and you, you had every right to do so. Because you're a thinking human being. I, right. I'm intelligent. <laughs> Put America first. Close the borders. That's what I'm for. So so yeah. is Trump. <laughs> yeah. I uh, Man, I, <laughs> I'm still stunned by the call. But uh, I guess, I don't know. I'm a little tired from being out last night. I probably, maybe I needed it to wake up. <laughs> well, I feel bad when you're attacked like that because you're super intelligent and you're right oh, I on don't with mind. everything. I don't <laughs> mind at all. I, you know, when somebody's, when somebody's telling me things that are deranged and then they call me an idiot, it doesn't bother me. <laughs> you're used to it. You rise above it. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank, thank you, you, Pat. Bob. I appreciate it. Man, we start. <laughs> so, somebody says, Bob, didn't Trump negotiate Afghan peace deal to pull out? The weapons left behind was for the Afghan army that didn't even fire a bullet to stop the Taliban. Correct. We needed to get out. We should have never been there. How you get out is absolutely critical. We could have gathered the equipment that we were leaving behind at Bagram Air Base. And once we determined they weren't going to do anything with it, we take it out. At least the most valuable parts of it. Excavator guy says, great, Bob. I had to take blood pressure after that nonsense phone call. I, I, You know, there's not much we could do. And here's, here's a typical lefty. You call others stupid. No, I didn't. I said they're behaving stupidly. See, once again, the lefties don't listen. They're, they're, it's like facts and reality bounce off of them. You spent eight years in the slammer being a stupid crook. Like, you don't listen. You've got Chungamir. <laughs> oh, Lord. But excavator guy, look at this. This is your sanctuary of sanity. But we've got to hear the other side. It helps us know that we're right. <laughs> Ultimately, uh, I'm the guy who pulled the trigger that fired the round that hit Harry. And uh, you can talk about all of the other 
conditions that uh, existed at the time. But that's the bottom line. And uh, there's no, uh, it's not Harry's fault. Uh, you can't blame anybody else. Uh, I'm the guy who pulled the trigger and shot my friend. The, the image of him falling is something I'll never, uh, never be able to get out of my mind. Uh, I fired and there's Harry falling. And uh, it was, uh, I'd have to say, one of the worst days of my life at that moment. And I thought that was the right call. What do you think now? Well, I still do. I still think that the, the accuracy was enormously important. Uh, I had no press person with me. I didn't have any press people with me. I was there on a uh, private weekend with friends on a private ranch. Again, we do anniversary dates. Dick Cheney shooting his friend Harry in the face and his discussion of it. I liked Dick Cheney, by the way. And met him a couple times, really liked him. Very intelligent guy. He was wrong about Afghanistan. He was wrong about Iraq. He was wrong about a lot of things, though. So I I can't deny that reality. Hmm. Hey, so you know I love to eat and drink. I do talk about it all the time, don't I? Uh, But there's there's a secret. And Johnny and I are going up next week. Highbridge House. And if you haven't been there, you got to go. You just do. And this is this is 100% acclamation from everybody who has gone there. Okay? It's just a 10-minute ride from Scranton. It's a cozy, secluded spot on Route 502 in Springbrook with amazing food, great drinks, and ambiance galore. The Highbridge House is fine dining, but at the same time, I would tell you it is its value. It's good prices. They've got daily specials, so check out hybridhouse.com to see their updated menu and whatever specials they're offering on a given day. Plus, they offer on-site and off-site catering. Last-minute party plans, Hybridge House can handle it. So take it from me. Get to the Hybridge House. Try the shrimp Mexicali. See if that does what it does for me. I just think about it all the time. Have it with an ice-cold beer. Check out the huge, beautiful fish tanks and enjoy a great meal and a great price. Take the family, take your friends, have your group meet there. We're still catching up on drinks we were supposed to have before Christmas, so do that too. Make sure you tell them I sent you the Highbridge House. All right, so we're having, we had a call that's illustrative of the insanity that's overtaken a portion of the population. (sighs) Trump derangement syndrome, whatever. (laughs) Abe says we need to hear the docs of the world. We do. We really do. Abe said, Doc, bring something to your show. Handle him well. Well, I mean, you know, we've got to handle him like I would handle anybody else. And I, I... I always encourage him to call, but I cannot uh, allow insanity to be declared and spoken of as though it was normal. So we've got to keep it real here. So he says, Bob, my aunt, who was my godmother, was the same way. Why? Didn't like Trump's personality. I asked when I wanted to know why not Trump, you know. <laughs> but it, it, see, that's why it has to go beyond Trump, because some people, 
have just they've just shut out Donald Trump. That's it. He can never do anything right. He can forget it. So we've got to move on recognizing again that key word reality. The facts on the ground. Here's what they are. Donald Trump can lose the presidency for us in 2024 and this sick twisted ideology and this sick old man might continue as president. We can't, we can't have that. We just can't do it. We cannot do it. The country cannot stand for it. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 